Captain DeBridge. Spock here. Make it so. Surrender is not an option. Attention crew of the Enterprise, this is James Kirk. We are all explorers, driven to know what's over the horizon, what's beyond our own shores. We would have helped you get home if you had asked. That's who Starfleet is. Hi, I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to a special patron-only episode of The Secrets of Star Trek. Joining me today on the panel are Jimmy Aiken. Hi, Jimmy. Howdy, Dom. And Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father Corey. How's it going? Very well, thank you. So, folks, the new season of Short Treks has begun. As you know, these are uh, short, brief episodes, brief stories uh, from the Star Trek universe that relate to our characters in some way, perhaps. Uh, And we're going to, as a special bonus to our patrons, we're going to discuss each short trek as it comes out, about one per month, until January. And then only once you, the patrons, have had a chance to listen to them all, we'll bundle them up and release them to the general feed. So uh, this is where we're going to now talk about this month's November's short trek, which is called Ask Not. Uh, so before we get into it, we, maybe I shouldn't ask, but why is it called that? <laughs> that's right. So that, <laughs> uh, let's talk, let's talk about the title first, uh, because uh, you presumably uh, will presume that you've seen the episode first. So we, we can we, we don't have to recap the so, whole thing for you. Spoilers ahoy. Spo- yes, yep. the whole thing is a spoiler. It's a very short uh, episode. I think it was like 10 under 10 minutes or it's less yeah, than 10 minutes. Short. Yeah. Uh, so the title is Ask Not. And Father Corey, you said that um, that you'd seen a reference that this was reference to what? So the the, the, re- the on the memory alpha at least the, they they say what I what I my initial thought was that it's a reference to the famous John F Kennedy quote ask not what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country you know and of course that's a phrase that people have heard a hundred times that's that's probably yeah you know, it was it his inaugural address yes think, his first inaugural yeah his first his inaugural address yes only only inaugural address <laughs> yes so, only inaugural yeah address. that's what I thought um. And that that was my immediate picture, and it, it does kind of fit the theme of the short trek. I think Jimmy, yes. though, you have a different read on yeah, it. Yeah, I my first thought was that it's asked. It's based on "Ask not for whom the bell tolls; it tolls for thee," which is a reference to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and either way you go, I don't see a clear connection with what happens in this short trek. I think it's too obscure as a title. Yeah, I, I even as like I thought it was the JFK reference, and even as a JFK reference, I thought. How does this fit with it? I didn't really like. I mean, I I get what you're saying, Father Corey. Like with what the explanation that they that someone on the memory alpha gave, but I still don't. <laughs> I, I'm not I sure. Get, yeah, I guess the idea yeah. of of service and sacrifice to your nation, or in this case, the Federation and the good, yeah. of, you know, good of Starfleet and so on. Yeah, you know, yeah. that is well, not about maybe, you. but you know what they say: the butcher's knife cares not for the lamb's cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They they did say that, actually. They did say that. So so here's the recap. When an attack on Starbase 28 leaves a surprise prisoner under Cadet Theorist Sardou's watch, she has to make a decision that may threaten her her official standing in Starfleet, her career in Starfleet. Uh, So did anyone else figure it out right from the very beginning that this was a simulation? Oh, of course. Yeah. I, as soon as, uh, so, so by the way, we've seen Starbase 28 before. It was in Discovery. Yep. Um, and they bring in the prisoner with the big 
face mask on so we can't initially see him. Creepy. Although we knew because this is everyone knew this is going to be Pike. Right. And as soon as they say Cadet Sidhu, I have in my notes, uh, this is a test. This is only a test yep. <laughs> right. because there's no way they're they're in under ordinary circumstances. They're entrusting a prisoner like Captain Pike for mutiny to a cadet. Right. This is clearly some kind of test. Well, and, you know, it was funny because there were YouTube commentators who even from just the trailer, like there's, you know, one of the trailers for the short trek showed Pike with the, the bracelets with the, the handcuffs the on yep. with this cadet. And it's like, yeah, this, this is going to be a test. This is not, well, he's really not going to be under arrest. And that, uh, that, you know, I had said to myself just from the trailer for this thing that there is, you know, there's something suspicious here. They're, 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 they're not being straight with us because, um, Pike is a good guy. So right. he has to be vindicated by the end of this thing. So yeah. that means what are the implications for the the person? We didn't know it was a cadet at the time, or I didn't know, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the young person who's hold, who's holding him and refusing to let him go. That person is either fundamentally bad at the end of the episode, in which case we have a downer ending. The natural right. inclination is going to be to have this person be good. So there's a misunderstanding of some kind that's built into this, that's just baked into the structure of this episode. It's just a question of what's the nature of the misunderstanding. And as soon as I realize this person is a cadet who is therefore a person who, who is being trained, I said, this is a Kobayashi Maru thing. Yeah. This yep. is this is some kind of test. Right. As and soon a very as cruel one at that. Okay. Yeah. As soon as they said cadet, I knew it was going to be, uh, yeah, a, a simulation. But you're right, Father Corey. I think it's both dangerous and implausible as a test, because mm -hmm. the the very first explosion that happens is heavy enough to throw her across the room. That is. Yeah, and knock her is, out. Yeah. Yeah. That is like you you you've given this her a concussion as a part of vetting. I guess is hazing her as a cadet for a yeah. job. Uh, basically an elaborate charade to vet a cadet for a short training period for the rest of the semester an aboard the enterprise an internship yeah you know like, it's, it's basically the equivalent of an internship so i mean i mean yeah this, this so we're we're going to the core problem of this and right. we're kind of leaping over the episode itself right um but well, it's only they, a, a scene so yes <laughs> well yeah but still you know we're not really walking through the dynamics of the episode but let's right. get it out of the way because we've already touched this third rail um she's an engineering cadet she is yep. she's going to be posted to like making coffee in engineering yes for the rest mm -hmm. of the semester my thought was does everybody get who works on the enterprise get tested this way? <laughs> right. I mean, that's ridiculous. You're not going to do that to 400 people. And if yeah. you did, word would get out. You know, Watch people out. would yeah. talk about this. So right. you, this kind of rigorous, intensive vetting, if you're going to do it at all, should be reserved only for key positions. Right. Not cadets. See, I, I, not I could see ordinary engineers. It should be command staff and senior yeah. officers only. See, that's I, I, you know, kind of going off that, Jimmy, I, I could see like a senior, uh, the secure head of security. Like right. if he's picking out a personal head of security that he wants 
that he would run them, run him or her through this kind of drill. Right, right. This just is, or if it were something go, like part of like a Kobayashi Maru, like something at the academy, a test mm-hmm. that they put them through at the academy. But this is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry, but it just it 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 bends plausibility to the breaking point on this one. Uh, I I like some of the dynamics in the in the interactions, yeah. but the mm-hmm. the the premise is just flawed fatally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, flawed. I thought it was still fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it, was, it was a fun fun episode. It just right. the, It starts from kind of a weak point. Yes. Yes. So uh, so we have this. You know, the base is under attack. We're told. Um, this cadet is in inventory two on the service. It's not even inventory one. She's in inventory two, uh, uh keeping track of inventory. So it's like a really lowly place uh, on board. Uh, but then yep. the security officer shows up, uh, with a bondage mask on a prisoner's <laughs> head, um, which is very odd. And he says, uh, you know, why the mask? And he says, though, the crew doesn't need to see th- that this guy turned. I'm thinking, okay, g- given what we learn. Given his gold shirt and the stripes on the wrist, you know it's a captain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And which ship is in you know, around us? Well, it could be the Enterprise. Um, yeah. so, so Pike supposedly, we're told, is he mutinied when he refused to leave this ship, a starship, the USS Bowman, behind when it was attacked by Tholians. But he was, it was ordered to leave on direct orders of some unknown admiral that he rescued from the ship. And then we're told that Sidhu's husband just happens to be on board the Bowman. Right. And they both happen to be victims of a Tholian attack on their co- colony. Um, and, and she and, happens to have been rejected to be on the Enterprise. Both and He ended up on the Bowman, and she wanted to be on the Enterprise and was rejected for it. Yes. And the Tholians want the Enterprise. And so he says, let's blow the Tholians to hell. It's what they deserve. And it's like, come on, you're not even trying to pretend this isn't a ruse. Captain <laughs> Pike would never yeah. say that. Right, right. Uh, and so when Pike... Refuse, supposedly refused to leave the Bowman behind. Uh, the the Admiral said, you know, the Enterprise needs to leave because they're trying to get the Enterprise. He refused to leave them. And so he was relieved of command for resisting. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, that, and then so we that's, have then we have battle of the legal arguments where they're flinging regulations at each other, yeah. which is actually kind of fun as yes. they, it's, it goes by quite fast. Right. But as you it as it it is a legal point counterpoint thing they're doing and mm-hmm. it you know you can follow it it makes some sense. Yeah. Now, oh, that, now, that being said what I wrote down was stop arguing with the prisoner. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that should be a, a note tell against him her. Sh- yeah. Tell him to sit down and shut up and keep saying that. Stun him. <laughs> you, the ad phaser has a stun function. Stun him quiet. Um yep. Yeah, there there was a couple of like Pike's rejoinders uh, were pretty lame like like, uh, well, a superior officer can countermand that order. Uh, yeah, you're under arrest, so your orders have no bearing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can order all you want. It ain't going to do no good. And but she- then we have another <laughs> kayfabe breaking moment where he, he, when Pike says, when this is all done, you will never see the inside of a starship again. And it's like, right. okay, you're not even pretending this isn't a ruse. Captain Pike <laughs> would never be petty and vengeful in that way. Exactly. Nope. Yep. Uh, so, Sid. So- the cadetsidu does get a good line here. She says, um, in re- response, tactical force should always be used as a last resort and vengeance should never be a factor. Like she kind of throws it back at him because mm-hmm. he's trying to appeal to her desire to get revenge on the Tholians for yep. what they did to her colony and what they may have already done to her husband on his ship. And so, you know, her character moment comes out where her, you know, her moral integrity is intact. Uh, you know, vengeance is not 
what we're about here in Starfleet. So, um, but again, how cruel is it to make her think her husband's life was in danger? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. I mean, I would, if I were her, I would be resentful at the end of this. I, mm-hmm. I would well, file charges. They, they do say your husband is now on his way to you. Um, so she's going to get to see him soon, even though we don't. And they hang right. a lantern on the cruelty thing after it's all over. And Pike reveals it's a um, it was a test. It's like a challenge like this might seem extreme, even inhumane, but it's necessary for making coffee an engineering position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And apparently number one came up with had the idea for this. Like she she's the one who came up with this this really awful test to, to put on cadets. No, no, I- <laughs> obviously spock approved yes yeah because spock was there well, too he, he i don't know that he he says spock gets a nice line he says we've all learned not to expect no mercy from number one and she kind of looks at him like <laughs> yeah, i think there's a, i think spock is not entirely approving uh, right right uh and then again like we have the you know the coffee making intern in, in in engineering but pike the captain of the ship is the one who escorts her down to her new duty posting and just kind of leaves her there. Doesn't introduce anybody, but you know. Yeah. Um, so, a uh, couple things. I, I really liked the look of the Enterprise's engine room. Uh, mm-hmm. Very cool, mm-hmm. and actually and just very, a f- very different from what we see in the original series. So, yes. if you're a stickler yeah. about that, sorry. Yeah, well, we've, that yep. ship has sailed. Uh, actually, literally in the sense of Enterprise, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it also sort of justifies all that open space we're seeing in the secondary hall. It's a very big open space, um, yep. and. Uh, a question, why doesn't Pike answer her when she asks if the phaser that she was given was operational? Like, like, like I, I get it. If it were a contemporary thing, was the gun loaded? You know, that's the question. But it's yeah. a phaser. It stuns. Like, what's the worst that could happen is she'd stun him and he'd be knocked out. Right. I, I, I There's there's part of me that wants to say, well, by not answering, he's answering in the affirmative. But what's the what's the like, what's the big dramatic being, point? Just being. He's being playful. Okay. He's just being mysterious for the fun of it. Right. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, it just seemed like an, we're trying to find some clever way to wrap up the, the little 10 minute episode. Yep. And, that's and it. And we need something that we could use in the original series that would trigger the yep. clarinet of humor. But yes. uh, <laughs> this is basically that. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. All right. So that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. There's not much more yeah. to say about it, I think, unless you guys have anything left uh, that just, we haven't. You know, one thing, again, going to, you know, what I've seen other commentators uh, say on, on online, it's interesting how much time and effort they put into that, that CGI engineering room. Right. Uh, you know, because there are these rumors and interest, and we know there's interest on the part of fans, but even on the part of CBS, I'm sure, because fans want it, to have right. a Pike Enterprise TV show, or now that there's the merger between CBS and Viacom, possibly even a movie. That would be I interesting. would much rather have a TV show than a movie. Same TV here. shows Same last here. longer. It, you know, and Star Trek always does better. Star Trek's first best destiny is to be television. Uh, there's a there's a there's a conversation I want to have somewhere. I'm not sure where that will be. Where I want to, to posit that we're better off with t- the given the streaming series we have the ability to st- have streaming series now. Mm-hmm. We're better off with streaming series than movies for most of our. Oh. Granted. most most popular storytelling it used to be movie was the big thing you always wanted to get but maybe the better thing is to be a streaming series but uh that's it and, and I, 
And I, I will grant that, but it's just the fact that they went through such effort yes. to create engineering instead of just showing her, you know, him leading her into the door to engineering, which you could know because it's the big blast doors. Right. And leaving it at that, they actually went through and made this detailed CGI set. Yeah. There's something yeah. going on there. I, I kind of oh, agree yeah. with those commentators uh, the, that are thinking that there's something going on there. The whole point of the first three short tracks is just to keep fan interest alive for a Pike series. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, let's wrap this part of our discussion up here of this short track. Uh, we do want to take a moment to thank you, our patrons, who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Star Trek and all the shows at StarQuest. We could not do this without your continued financial support. Uh, so what did you think of this short track called Ask Not? Let us know by visiting this post on Patreon or leaving some feedback or send us an email to uh, trek at sqpn.com. You can always subscribe to The Secrets of Star Trek itself by visiting sqpn.com slash trek. And until next time, Father Corey Stika, thank you for joining me in sharing The Secrets of Star Trek. Well, thank you, Dom. And Jimmy Aiken, thank you as well. Thanks, Dom, and live long and prosper. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Star Trek on StarQuest. And remember, we've all learned to expect no mercy from number one. <laughs>